Okay. This is this is episode this is episode one. Retards, Retards and cars, cars, but we're, we're, we're not, not in a car the for the first episode. <laughs> there's, too, there's too there's too many fucking people here. So what a fitting topic to start the first episode. With. Yeah, um, David, what did what did you call this first episode earlier? Uh, I called it. Um... <laughs> I remember. I remember. It was uh. It was called the miracle. <laughs> It was called the Miracle Drug. Miracle Drug. We are we're opening our whole segment, this whole podcast, with uh, the topic of marijuana. Funny enough. Funny <laughs> enough. Really kick it off strong. Oh yeah. Yep. So, Gabe, you have all these notes on the history of marijuana. I I mean, or saw all these notes. It's about enough to page. discuss. You have enough it's to tie you know, open page. up with the history um, of marijuana and why it's illegal and whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. I think before we get started, we should probably introduce ourselves. Oh, that's, that's a good, good idea. I'm Gabe Fletcher. That's a great idea. Um, t- I'm David Dickinson. Ha ha ha. I'm Connor. <laughs> I'm Connor Smith. You almost said Connor. Kidd. There, 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 <laughs> there is another Connor who will probably be on this podcast. At some point. At, at some, some point. point. His name is Kuntz. Yeah. Uh, I'm Stephen Scheffler. I'm Seth Smith. Man, that was a great Surprisingly enough, myself. those two are brothers. I yeah. bet you didn't see that one coming. Well, Same last name. Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. There's so many Smiths out there. Yeah. So yeah. uh so where did pot originate, Gabe? That's a big question. I don't think pot he's got that much. I think we're talking originated about... a long fucking time ago. I, I was think... reading somewhere <laughs> um while I was also doing research for the podcast, um, that people were there's evidence of people using marijuana. All dating all the way back to two hundred uh, BCE. It's hella old. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's been it's like hella old. Medicalized in like the Egyptian and Roman culture before. Yeah. It's just like it's, it's more in recent history that marijuana was put into like this. Bad the limelight, light. yeah. The, or is it a limelight? I guess it kind of is. Ah, uh, it's green. Maybe so. it's like a red. Light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is green, David. I'm, I'm I'm the funny one, by the way. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, so what I think, I don't think Gabe actually has the um, information of it going all the way back oh, yeah, to I the know, origins. No, I'm pretty no, sure no, it just no, kind of no. gets like beginning of the limelight. Yeah. yeah. So in actually, America. in 1968, Richard Nixon was trying to get reelected, um, and he had basically two political enemies, and that was the anti-war left and people who are black. Now. Obviously, he couldn't make either of those things illegal. <laughs> Imagine. Um, <laughs> your political campaign, cancel black people. Yeah. <laughs> They're done. Out. <laughs> Not allowed. Yeah. So that, that couldn't work. They got to keep their crack, um, though. They didn't, though. He didn't let them keep it. That's it, the thing. He actually... a whole war on drugs. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Keep he wanted crack. to... Just so you know. Well, <laughs> it's like, okay, so the government was giving black communities, like, crack cocaine... CIA. Yeah, it was the CIA, not the government. Oh no, we're gonna get suicided. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um but yeah, basically he couldn't make those he couldn't make being black or being against the war illegal. So he sought to disrupt those communities and in the black communities at the time, uh heroin use was relatively common. At least that's what I'm inferring from what I've read. Very uh, And marijuana use was common amongst the anti-war left, which was, you know, basically hippies. 
My grandma um, was part of that movement, actually. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't Yo, know pod. that for a long time. My That's grandma cool. was a heavy pothead. Did she, she go to Woodstock? That is amazing. What? Did she go to Woodstock? Uh, I don't know. The if yellow she bird. Went to... no, Burning shut man, up, David. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I just know that when she was a, a teenager, she was like growing up in like the late '60s, and in her high school career, she was a heavy, heavy mega stoner. <laughs> grandpa Steve like dealt, you know, marijuana Did all really? over. Yeah, all over she... Northern California, dude. And, like, he became big time in Northern Didn't California. Have, like, millions of dollars th- yeah, selling like, pot. Geez, and three millions caught. of untraced dollar bills. Huh? Three million untraced dollars. Pretty yeah, much. Is, is yeah. this your bullet right That here? is not my bullet. Whose I... fucking bullet is this? It was just it is there a bullet? No, I'm keeping it if it's, it, it's it, my it house. It could be... <laughs> I okay, but well, anyway, let's let's continue yes. about uh, Richard yeah, Nixon's yeah, yeah. Uh, campaign against marijuana and the black community. Yeah, kind of. so he, he couldn't make it illegal, so he wanted to disrupt those communities, and he did that by um, making their drugs illegal. So he sought to not only make marijuana and heroin illegal, but also demonize it a lot. And that's uh, that's essentially why... There's this huge stigma around it. Um, so yeah, he made marijuana and heroin illegal. It disrupted those communities, and I believe he was reelected. Uh, they they basically had fake research saying that um, there were a lot of adverse effects and yo COVID. Um, John Ehrlichman, somebody who worked with Nixon. Uh, also one of the Watergate guys, uh, a quote he said, and this is, he said it in 98 or 94 to a guy named Dan Baum, and it wasn't, it didn't surface until pretty recently, so there's kind of debate whether it's actually real, but allegedly he said, uh, did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we didn't. So they were well aware that what they were doing was purely political and it was not based in fact. It's kind of like a lot what we see today, actually. Yeah. Not much has changed. <laughs> nope. Well, I don't feel like a whole lot in politics has really changed no, since then. Um, yeah, it's the way politics is still the same old I way. I mean, like you, the can, same. you can look at it all the way back to when coffee was first being introduced to the public. Spec caffeine. With, yeah, caffeine, coffee, mostly. Uh, like, that was illegal because people didn't really know what it did or what effects it had, so coffee houses became illegal, and the it was highly taxed before it was illegal by Great Britain, um, and that was one of the main reasons why, like, in America, we, we, we were like, yes, coffee all the way, and with that being a, um, oh, I'm forgetting the word for it, where, uh, they're, like, depressants and, um, Stimulants? Stimulants. And with that being a stimulant, that really boosted the uh, revolution. The, the, uh, not, not the, uh, well, that, the American Revolution and the um, Industrial Revolution. And that helped us out, us out a lot. And so with marijuana, it's kind of the same thing, except marijuana is classified as a depressant and a hallucinant. Hallucinogen. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that a big thing with politics is it's very similar to war. Um, uh, a quote, if I get it somewhat right, is that weapons change, but war never does. 
So, um, hey, it's like, the, like the concept of war, concept is, of war. Stay, stays the same, yeah. but politics and weapons changes. So, like, it'll be a new topic, or like, for example, COVID or new diseases or new drugs or whatever. But the idea of demonizing specific things to get your point across uh, will probably be there forever. Probably in, in politics, you know, politics. There, there's, there's scare tactics involved. Scare tactics. And, with marijuana, Richard Nixon and his political campaign and his cabinet obviously drove it, like, mm-hmm. hit it right on the fucking head. It's still illegal in many states to this day and is yeah. federally illegal, so. Yeah. Speaking of states where it's illegal, uh, you did some research on which states are legal, which aren't. Do you uh, have yeah, uh, yeah. any more to say no, about that's no. it? That's it. Okay. <laughs> that's All it, right. my guy. Yeah. Right. Um, marijuana is currently legal in 15 states as of 2020. And uh, during the November elections, four states, uh, New Jersey, Montana, Arizona, and South Dakota, uh, were also voting. Uh, aside from the presidency, they were voting for the legalization of marijuana um, in November. And all four states did pass. It does not become legal immediately. But um, they are going to eventually legalize it uh, in their state governments and um that goes against the federal law, which is still classified as a Schedule One um, drug. So, I don't know what effects that actually has between states and the federal government, since they're separate from each other. But um, I'd imagine there would be some sort of uh, blackmailing, not blackmailing. Uh, what, what Lobbying. You, yeah, sure. Um, between the federal government and the state governments where like they say well you have to make it illegal or you miss out on this budgeting that will cut oh, for yeah, you yeah. you know kind of like the highways uh, if they didn't fall and the school system even like you don't get this federal income if you don't have this illegal if you don't follow common core you won't get this money so maybe they'll do something like that with marijuana eventually or the federal government will just be like fuck it you know let's it's legal now every state's legal so what are we going to do about it? It is also legal in D.C. as well, huh. which is very strange. Very strange. <laughs> considering. Well, D.C. You know tends Joe to be Biden very. Smoking pot. Oh, you fucking. <laughs> dude, he's fucking blazing. Well, <laughs> well D.C. is uh, not a state, of course, but it's very democratic um, section. Yeah, it is. It so, is like directly between three states. Yeah, so. Um, might as well be a 51st. But. Might as well, but it's like. Treat it as. Yeah, a separate state. It's got its own. Uh, there's some politics. controversies of creating it into a state, but um, being a very democratic region there, uh, it does kind of make sense that the um, the region is legalized. The region is legalized. Yes. Same with like California. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I I I I say this a lot. I think California should be split into two halves because really the um, the northern portion of California, north of um, San Francisco yeah. is very much Republican in comparison mm-hmm. to, uh, aside from like maybe Arcata, where Humboldt University is, it's all Republican. And um, yeah, so uh, those guys up there have to deal with a lot of politics that are confirmed and voted on in the South, and they can't really do anything about it because they have a fraction of the people living in the North, mm-hmm. so they can't. You know, do anything about it. I'm sure, like, there's a lot of people in Northern California who are like, I don't want that up here. But there's probably a, yeah. a large majority that do as well. And, and so. it sucks because a lot of the people who actually 
are Republican and want to move out of California are being taxed for wanting to move out of California. Like, there's a fine for leaving the state now that you have to pay. Really? Yeah. When did that happen? When did that happen? Um, It was put into place a few months ago. I I don't have any, like, actual hard evidence on it, but... um, very just, interesting. I was just hearing about it, and it's, like, it's word. Yeah. It's word of it. Yeah. Very interesting. Dude, taxing is so weird. Like, they tax you on everything, bro. Yeah. I shitted my pants, by the way. Oh, it's, yeah, it's that's weird. why I left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's weird about taxes? It's weird to think that before, I think it was 1984, I could be wrong on that, but before 1984, income tax wasn't even taxed. Like, that wasn't a thing. So like your income wasn't taxed. Yeah, really? no, but you you kept a hundred percent of what you made. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, because you have sure. like state taxes. No. Yeah, you had state taxes, so, but your income was completely. Do you know if the states paid federal tax based off of uh, what you made? I don't know. Because maybe state taxes were higher, and state states would pay tax to the federal government. It was something more like a pyramid scheme. Probably. So you might have had some sort of income tax. Or, like, something that made up for it. But now people directly pay the government instead of states paying the government for I don't, the people. I don't know enough about it. I was just saying that the concept of thinking that there, were, there was once a time when tax wasn't as common and there was once a time when credit wasn't even a thing is weird to think about because now... Credit's always been a thing. I mean... But it's been a thing for a very long time. Speaking of... I think it was made in the 19... 30s i i don't credit no yeah credit like like it's like, like modern credit, credit. modern credit credit, credit score credit today oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like like how you run on a credit um, score to rent places and like all that the, stuff like the fica scores maybe yeah. something i find interesting about taxes in my uh k-tech class where uh, our math class is actually focusing more on that which i i think is amazing that we're actually getting some more uh practical i shoot it again life <laughs> uh, more right practical you, life lessons <laughs> in comparison to what they teach at normal school math classes. So doing some of this and some people who like are trying to show you how taxes work, it's interesting because you don't just get like a fine percentage. Depending on what you make, there are certain tax brackets, right? Mm -hmm. And so each bracket has a percentage and you pay each of those percentages. So Mm -hmm. say you, you have to look at it, but in reality, you're not spending like 30, uh, 30% on taxes, uh, it's kind of been a bit more debunked by the public that it's a bit closer, like this one guy, um, his example went a lot closer to like 13% of taxes being spent compared to the 30 that is shown. Um, and so I find that uh, kind of important for people to know, just debunking that. Um, going back to the to the subject yeah. of... Um marijuana and kind of actually going back to taxes i feel like if um more states started to um legalize marijuana like grown for from like dispensaries um they could tax it right can't they oh, can't yeah. the government tax they can make a lot of money from that. so there's like if taxes there's there's already like so much um motivation to legalize it in more places and mm-hmm. um I think the only reason why the government wouldn't is just power. Well, uh, a big thing, I think, is, again, because of Richard Nixon being very Republican and uh, demonizing it so much to get his campaign through. Um, 
that kind of really stuck with the Republicans. So there's a lot of older people or just that kind of mindset of, oh, um, this kind of goes along with some of the other things I believe as a Republican. Therefore, this is not a good thing. Well, not That's only a big with problem that. Is people thinking that like everything, if you're a Republican, you support everything that's republican yeah like the majority of people those are 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 people who don't actually think for themselves whether they're leftists or rights it doesn't yeah those are just people who don't think the majority of people who are democrat or republican most of the time they only believe like specific things Mm -hmm. about that party Mm -hmm. but Um, they have to choose it because being an independent doesn't doesn't count yeah it doesn't you can't be an independent in today's political climate yeah with the stigmatism though it's not it's not only the fact that it was a political thing to make it feared um but it's also there wasn't really much known about it like a lot of people smoked it but there weren't a lot of people doing research like just like it's only recently that we've been getting a A lot more studies yeah a lot more studies with california finding a lot of yeah with california um, and colorado both you know being kind of like the um i guess the centerpieces for i think california definitely has a lot pushed of pushed marijuana yeah. to um they're kind of like the centerpiece of research yeah. in marijuana yeah. um they there's mostly most of the studies that you find are out of those two states just because they are so adamant about making it a legal substance you know they do a lot of research that proves that it is a very good thing for your body there's also states um that are you know like Idaho for example that if they did research on it I would I would assume because they're, the state government is so against it, they would kind of cherry-pick, uh, in a sense, mm, yeah. um, things that would make uh, marijuana bad, you know, painted yeah. in, a, in a bad light. Um, something, uh, my econ teacher, he's a very realistic person, so we've been talking about economies and such of like uh, communism, socialism, free market, and traditional stuff, and he was kind of going in about how it's, more of a spectrum uh there most governments are more mixed now which means that they got uh some communism here socialism here and uh more free market here i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't say that they have communism because most of the western world is well not just america but like other countries yeah i'm talking i'm talking about the western world like west of well but what i'm trying to get into with that is that with political views He's also trying to explain that he sees it as more of a spectrum as well. So with people who have stronger views on this and lighter views on this, so say a Republican who loves capitalism but is more open to gay or say is gay, they're they're closer to the middle of the spectrum than they are to the far right of it. And and of course that's very simplified because there are tons of categories that go into each of the two main political sides um but it's interesting to think about how these mixed views can be um we are kind of getting off topic oh yeah we are are. but i mean yeah let's let's discuss um benefits because we were getting we were getting into uh, pros and cons does steven have some more about he's got stuff but does he have more about the legalization because we're still kind of on the more political part of this uh i do ha- i don't have uh, any more research down but okay. i do have something to say about it i think that um there are a lot of purposes 
to marijuana that mm-hmm. should be um, definitely looked into. I yeah. know you've got some notes on it right there. Um, there are many things that hemp farming would be good for in mm-hmm. the, as you would say, the um, the market here. Yeah. Like, um, it's not a command economy in um, the United States, so. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's a problem, though, because the reason why hemp isn't being used for a lot of stuff is because bigger companies like uh, natural gases, paper, like tree plants and all that stuff, like, they have such a big... A monopoly in some in some sense they have a monopoly yeah so you can't just like get those things to start being made yeah without going through them uh with smaller companies uh frontiering or exploring um this new option of market it can definitely grow very easily like how electric cars in a very combustible engine um market have We'll see, but then with the with the government stepping in with stuff like that, like let's say the pipeline, that was yeah. a big topic. Like the people who own the land and the transportation to ship that oil was one of the biggest funders for Biden's campaign. Mm-hmm. And so that's mixing that's mixing politics with free economy. Yeah. And that's not ever a good thing for the economy side. So then we can't get the cheaper, faster stuff and grow like we were meant to. Sure, but um, again, it, it comes with pioneering and uh, taking the risks of... It is kind of like... Biden. And I was just like saying that you bit, can't do that with you, government stepping you in. You can. It's just a lot more difficult. Like how a lot of businesses have been closed down and a lot of them are fighting against it. Yeah. Um, kind of like Some the of them are getting away with it um, and actually, lockdowns. in a sense, revolting against the federal government. Yep. So it is Which possible. is the people's it right. Is, At least in America it is. In America. Um, so of course it's going to be extremely difficult, but it is definitely possible. But let, let's, let's take a look at, Uh, at your notes and let's talk about the, um, the, the things that you can do, uh, with hemp farming that would, um, definitely benefit the economy, the free market in uh, America for a sense. One of the, one of my first things written down here is, uh, like hemp seeds, like, you know, uh, you chia seeds. I shot my pants, bro. <laughs> uh, chia seeds or other types of um, vegetation, very nutritious. Hemp seeds are commonly eaten by um, vegans, vegetarians, or athletes because they're but very. But do they taste good? I mean, that's a. <laughs> that is a that's, big question. That's a total argument, too. But, like, of course, some things are just. Like kale doesn't taste good, but it has its benefits. But some people like it's kind of like how Seth feels about you know smoking marijuana. Um, Some people like it, some people don't. Yeah, you know. But it it definitely has its own nutritional abilities there, just by eating some of this or using it for um, a uh, part of a diet. Um, So there's like. Uh, there's already some good stuff about uh, just just, just the plant just itself. It, like, the plant itself. And it doesn't. It's not even like the, made in the weed yet. It's it's, yeah. it's just, just the plant. Just itself like the seed is good for benefits. you. And then like without yeah. using it just to smoke and stuff, you can build so many items from it. But how how easy is it to obtain those seeds? Like how how a big are they and how much are they on the plant because i don't know. um well david i don't know how big it is but he did um compare it to the size of a chia seed so it's usually i would say they're probably about half the size of a grain of rice 
Well, are they are they no, like do the do they get produced like strawberry seeds on a strawberry or like the banana seed with the one banana? Like how much, how many are there per plant? That's a good question. Uh, I'm sure there's there's plenty of I mean, people uh, are implementing it into their diet they wouldn't well, be spending wads of cash to get it here's, I don't know, people have spent wads of here's, cash on a lot of stuff here's the stuff. thing um if you don't buy weed that's sorted and processed you can buy like these bricks of weed and it's like half of this brick is all seeds and stems and leaves oh, so it's pretty easy and yeah, so, so it's, easy to get. it's um yeah like seeds and stems and leaves all that shit isn't th it's like it doesn't have any thc in it it's just the plant and uh, with with food uh, with food out of the picture, there's also tons of other things that they can do. With like the uh, big controversial idea of plastic straws destroying the uh, as we have masks pl- replacing the straws. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, with paper straws, there's a big issue with those just deteriorating really fast and just getting soggy and unusable in your drink. The idea of like hemp straws. They're really good. They last a long time. In fact, they don't actually start breaking town until like 120 days-ish after being used. So it's very environmentally friendly. I well, um, you know, the fact that they're made out of hemp. Probably um, not. They're prob- you probably, so is there um, a sanitization get like a, thing with that? Well, would you I mean, are like... you going to be sharing... Uh, well, no, but if you're using people, the same straw for 120 you days... Don't need to use no, it for 120 no, 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 days. No, it's just the idea days. of... Having this straw that is environmental, environmentally oh, conscious, like it breaks down fast, but okay. it doesn't it breaks de- down in 120. It's like but doesn't destroy your drink. It's right. like the re- it's like so it's better than a metal straw. Disposable, better straw. than metal straws because in fact they actually can yeah. have certain health issues on people who are allergic to specific metals mm-hmm. or paper straws. Again, just getting ruined inside your drink or plastic straws being detrimental to the. Well, if you're going to bring up allergies, is, is the allergy to the hemp oh, yeah, material sure a lot? Uh, I'm well. sure some people are, but of course that's got to be on the person's own. That, like That's the oh, individual's job to take care of. If you can't use this product, then you can't buy this and product. Actually, that's just kind of how it works. A lot of the time, if people are allergic to weed, quote-unquote, it's the pesticides used. Uh, yeah. Um, which we'll get into we'll later. We'll get into that in yeah. just a little bit. But then, like, there's... um. And then with the straws, there's other ideas of using them for and utensils. Of course, metal utensils, I don't see a big issue with that because you use them for, like, almost your entire life. Yeah, I've had the same set of, yeah. um, like, the utensils my dad bought in 1998. Yeah. Sent, those are the spoons and forks and whatever in my drawers still. Like, yeah. We've been so reusing we've it the for years. Utensils those are older than fucking issue, But along with, like, um, plastic utensils that you use at, like, a picnic or while camping, <laughs> this can be very useful for those. And then um, there's clothes. The amount of different types of clothing you can just make out of these hemp products. Is it... Blank, oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. Well, like, blankets, uh, shirts, pants, shoes even. You can make shoes out of hemp. Uh, it's coats. just a fiber that is... It's, it's a super fiber, it's basically. It's just so you can useful use it for, for all it, of those items. Is it cheap enough to mass produce on the scale They do it in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Something actually, interestingly... Do you, are you guys familiar with hydroponics? No. No. Hydroponics is basically a system where plants are grown without soil. They just have the roots in... Mm. Uh, like laundries. saturated. Yes. Or, well, like, because they, they, they don't need, like, nutrients in the dirt. They usually grow in sand and such. Yeah, but that's that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, Like, yeah. they put them 
they grow them so that the roots are in water, that they saturate with nutrients, and so they don't need any soil. They can reuse the water, mm -hmm. so it's a lot more efficient. And also, uh, hydroponics are stackable. So like, you get a skyscraper, right? You can fill the whole thing with hydroponic systems, and then mass produce it. So do you think that would be a good thing to use with like rundown buildings? Is to do hydroponic um, marijuana plants? That'd be excellent. Yeah. Hemp plants. Um, kind of like a sky farm of hemp producing shit. <laughs> yeah. Along with uh, not only clothes, there's also like beauty and skin products. You can make tons of those out of. Uh, yeah, I had a um, a face cream there for a while that I used, and it actually did help my acne. It was, yeah. it was a hemp product. We got uh, a hemp oil that I that yeah. you put on your face. I got what was we, that we thing have that, that Maddie had that was it was so like hemp. Dragon Balm. I don't remember. It's like a hemp based lotion yeah, that actually, she used for her back. Um, my our stepmom Brittany. She uses um, hemp chapstick because mm -hmm. she gets severe chap lips, mm -hmm. and that shit she works perfectly. Yeah, and then I, like I got it really is the the super drug. <laughs> I got one more item that can be made out of this, and then like some more of the benefits. Um, batteries, like the really? ability to make batteries out really? of hemp. What yeah. components of batteries? Uh, I I didn't it didn't really talk about that. Again, we just started researching about this tonight, so because didn't like, have um, to get didn't have really a lot of time to get into all the specifics. But um, it was just somewhere on the list. Yeah, uh, a material component of battery. A material of hemp is actually more conductive than not graphite, but uh, it's something that started with graph. Um, Graphene. Graphene. Really? Yeah, so Graphene's it's very conductive. Yeah, so it's like just as or even more conductive than that. Is graphene along with being right? extremely uh cheaper. Is graphene like environmentally dangerous? I'm, I don't know about batteries are I, I know batteries are like one of the most toxic things we can I think isn't can, that because of the acid? Yes, it's yeah. battery acid that's produced. I don't know if like replacing mm -hmm. carbine with um not carbine. Uh graphene. Graphene with um hemp would change that yeah but it would significantly well, like decrease the cost of battery. it would also probably decrease the life of the battery it would it probably i mean it might well, with but proper like, again, it's 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 another technology that is in its infancy if you put some money into it and some research you'll probably figure out some technologies that you could also use with it to increase the battery life to be on par with today's batteries or perhaps even better while also being more environmentally conscious so with that and then it being like a lot more cheaper i will add another item that uh can be made with hemp is like building materials and mm. bricks and shit really yeah okay and they, the compost it's make, yeah it's all ground up compost. and made into uh clay bricks yeah. stuff like that yeah um and then like uh i got some pros and cons of what it can do for like a person um I'll start off with job opportunities, the, uh, the ability to grow this stuff in America. A lot more farm uh, farming will be available and processing. Work workers that just lost their job something to fucking do. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to be a significantly less paying job. Well, I mean, it, it depends. Anybody, it not be. anybody depends. could go out and like, pit, like separate the seeds from the actual plant. Yeah. Well, yeah. so like a lot of farming. more supply than you would. Yeah, demand. but people people don't want to do it. That's why people yeah. buy from dispensaries because they don't want well, to have however, to do that. It's not exactly cheap to grow because, like, you have to. If you're gonna grow it, 
out in the field, right, you have to buy that land. If you're going to grow it in hydroponics, you have to pay for the electricity, for the it lights. and the so nutrients. much expensive equipment. Yeah. There is, so there's a lot of expense to it. But um, if you did it on a mass enough scale, like they do with cows and chickens, because, you know, a single cow is super expensive, but you can go buy ground beef for four bucks over at Super One, you know, it's like... Right. So if you do it at a massive enough, at a big massive enough scale, scale, how big of a scale would you have to do to for it to be profitable? Well, like again, because like would one would one skyscraper as you were talking about of hydroponics be oh, yeah. enough to oh that would profit? oh yeah you had an entire skyscraper of hydroponic uh, weed plants that would be well again because of profitable. all the um, benefits and <laughs> utility of uh, hemp and being able to use it for say medical or recreational use. Yeah. So you're getting like at least two different types of um, product from one plant. There's so many different products. There's so many uses, um, and then so for it's very scalable. Mm-hmm. But for um, medical or recreational use, uh, THC is a good pain reliever. So instead THC? of getting, yeah, that's CBD. Uh, it said THC. They both work. They both for work relieving pain. Okay. So instead of and and that can be a big issue because with a lot of uh, I forget what they're called, but when people are in pain and they take those like medications, opioids, op- uh, opioids or opioids or any pill, yeah, like a- any kind of processed uh, chemical that medication they that they put into a, a tablet, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's probably way better for your body too. Yeah. Well, the uh, the they, people who get addicted to painkillers—that's what I was trying to think oh, of. Yeah. Painkillers, yeah, um, using. Using weed is definitely a lot more safer than that. So significantly less addictive. addicting. S- significantly, um, <clears throat> and then I was reading something about uh, increased lung capacity. So it kind of does like the opposite of cigarettes. Again, I didn't really get all the like clear facts. Isn't about that it. because there's no tar? No, yeah, there's not no tar. Yeah, there's stuff. like significantly less and even, chemicals. Even less if chemicals. You, if you smoke like just. Um, joints. Um, you were saying something oh, about yeah, this. Oh yeah, there is significantly less paper. If, if you smoke just joints lungs. for like what was it like sixty if days? You, if you smoke one joint for seventy days, you would see no effect on your lungs. And you would, in some cases, you would in, you would see increased lung capacity and and a an ability to breathe easier. But what's Do you the? Guys have a citation for this study. Uh. I was reading it on... Um, this was something we were talking about a few days ago, just kind of out of the subject. Yeah, I was looking it up then. I he just I think it, it might have been the same, uh, same source. It is... Psycho- it was a psychology review. I'm pretty, I didn't... I'm pretty sure that was it. I might be wrong. I didn't write down any sources. I didn't, well, I didn't think of that. But. What, what's the most common way of smoking this stuff? Because the most common way with cigarettes is obviously the paper, so obviously there's going to be a lot more tar for it being a lot longer of a used project. But if it's not, if if paper isn't the best way to smoke weed or isn't the most common way, then that's not really a fair comparison. Well, you can think of like um, but three other three other very common alternatives would be like bong pipe or glass blunt okay so with, so those things don't use with, any paper so then with nicotine what well, doesn't use paper there's vapes there's e-cigarettes sure. and yeah but, but there's a there's the, a huge study against cigarettes and vapes so that's not really a the fair problem comparison. with smoking cigarettes and vaping is nicotine itself 
And it's not just the nicotine itself. It's also they, they put all you know, sorts of chemicals in that chemicals that can be very I was dangerous. I was just about to say that. Um with vaping, a lot of the time you'll end up getting metals um, that you obviously don't want put into your lungs, and it like just destroys those little balls in your lungs that um, take in air. Well, don't and, doesn't the tar of cigarettes cover those? I forget what and, those are called too, but cover those balls and suffocate them until they die. Yes, that's what. So tar isn't it yeah, pretty is. much the same thing? It, it's similar, but it's, studies show that vaping is a lot safer. Although, again, this is like a completely different subject. Well, it's similar in the way that we're talking about how it's ruining lungs, and the most, and the second most thing other than weed that's smoked is cigarettes and nicotine. Sure, but that, again, they're very different. Right, and but if you're and gonna bring up the lung thing on how it doesn't destroy the lungs, why doesn't it? Destroy well, sure, the that's lungs part of that's asking. one of the cons too. Lungs. Yeah, it I'm can just destroy asking why it's different ways. than cigarettes. They they've shown that prolonged use that is also. Um, common use like if you're smoking like four joints a day you know for 70 days you're going to have some adverse effect on your lungs that is going to be negative right and but if you smoke one joint a day which is covered in paper there are studies that show that you might have increased lung function why that is i don't know Sorry. <laughs> a bit more main, research needs to be done. The main difference between smoking weed and smoking cigarettes is that if you're smoking weed, you're smoking just the plant. If you're smoking cigarettes, you're smoking the tobacco plant as well as all the the other additives. They, they put so many different chemicals while processing that tobacco to make it more addictive. Even, like, just the tobacco alone isn't enough. They add other stuff to make yeah. it even worse for your body. Well, and then tobacco plants themselves, they, that, those are, like, the causers of the tar. Exactly. So, like, that's... that's Marijuana burns way more cleanly than tobacco plants do as well. So that might also have a thing to do with it. Also, if you smoke one joint a day, you might just, you know, be working on, like... Con- maybe getting swimmers long just holding that shit in you know what i mean mm-hmm. so all right um, any more maybe it does uh, yeah kill i got like two ability. more pros and i got a few cons saying some right. other stuff yeah um so like uh for people who have diabetes or are at risk of diabetes um uh, weed sh- uh shows or there have been studies done that apparently stabilizes your blood sugar better actually yes um that's why britney smokes yes we actually have we have seen this firsthand my stepmother is a type 1 diabetic she is a frequent weed smoker and um she is terrible i will say she is she is terrible at maintaining her blood pressure she doesn't eat blood sugar sorry um but it does i do see sometimes that um weed does help with her blood sugar sometimes she's like vomiting um and she'll try to eat something maybe an hour later she'll smoke she'll go like down and 30 minutes later she'll come back out feeling a little better is that because that uh weed has i'm and i'm not totally sure about this but doesn't weed have like increasing your metabolism in some way yes it does so wouldn't that speed up the um process of gaining those sugars actually yes whenever i used to have um when i used to have those stomach pains more frequently Smoking um, marijuana would help me digest that food easier um, because my body was 
it wasn't processing the food properly. So when I, I'm not exactly sure what part of marijuana does this to your body. It's, I would, I, I don't know. It's speculation. It's like, it's like the same I, part I that makes you body. crave food. There's, there's, I think, I think the body. craving is just you're hungry because your metabolism's acting faster. Yeah. I think that's just all it is. Hunger's down there. I think the, the munchies that you get, because it doesn't, you get hungry after smoking way before anything could be metabolized. I, I'm pretty sure it works on your hormones. Yeah, it might be like something in the brain, like triggering. Well, um, well it's in your bloodstream, yeah. so it's obviously doing something to every part of your body. Actually, that may be why it helps diabetes because um, it could trigger or or alter the the process of insulin being released in the body. Mm-hmm. And this is all speculation. We haven't researched this topic. We haven't about, researched it enough. Yeah. So, um, don't. I wouldn't take yeah. any of it, what we said seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. If you wanna, if you wanna look into this more, you got to do it on your own because we really only had one night to like actually dive yeah, into this. Yeah. This is a last minute plan, but it'll be a weekly thing from now on. Yeah. Um. But um. Then with the with that um, it can also help with cancer patients apparently again did not do really any research going i was actually reading something you about have? that okay. yeah um so what it doesn't wow i cannot <laughs> for any it sucks who that is listening this. to this podcast seth just bottle flipped a bottle directly in between gabe's legs that was actually fucking phenomenal. that was pretty amazing um yeah but it doesn't actually like affect cancer cells what it does it actually does in some way adversely affect cancer cells what it does do uh for patients going through chemotherapy is it stabilizes their body Mm. after going through chemotherapy and it reduces the pain that they are in and it helps them metabolize food as we were talking about because that's a that's a big thing yeah a lot of chemo patients they they lose their appetite they lose their appetite or like throw it all up because their body just can't chemo. process yeah. it after the yeah. chemo what's that one what's that one dis- or maybe not disease but condition where like you just can't stop shaking and jittering yeah, yeah, actually that doesn't would, it help oh, with yeah. that yeah, that was gonna be my actually, next yeah, uh, topic well. uh autism I, treatment or people who have mental or physical abilities i think i saw a video of yeah they were they were type they were trying it like in the early 2010s yeah. maybe before then like 2008 and they're like all right we're gonna give you this medical marijuana and he was like shaking all yeah. over like he had severe parkinson's and then an hour like later he was just staying completely yeah, still and he's like, like <laughs> yeah um but it isn't smoking marijuana that helps ca- cancer patients they're they're not supposed to smoke mm. they they can eat edibles mm. and the edibles are what is effective uh, according to a psychology review um that it is effective in fighting their gag reflex when mm-hmm. eating and it helps them keep food down so they don't aggressively vomit kaylee is here and um my bottle yeah it basically mm-hmm. edibles help them get through chemotherapy um healthier hey Kaylee. Paid 54 dollars nice that's not bad so yeah marijuana is, is good for chemotherapy patients through edibles yeah yeah smoke. marijuana has so many health benefits for people who are dealing with issues like that like um Marijuana has proven to help um, people who suffer with like ADHD or ADD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it stabilizes yeah, their it attention helps, span. It helps people with um, Parkinson's. It helps people with uh, what's Tourette's. It actually helps people with Tourette's and yeah, uh, and it, it calms helps, their tics down. 
It helps people with uh, multiple sclerosis. Yeah. Well. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so a big thing with just people who have uh, physical or mental disabilities, it's very helpful to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, people who have already developed schizophrenia and other psychosis problems, uh, it reduces their. It reduces the amount of hallucinations they may have. Um, it helps them stick. It sounds weird, but I. Where did you read that? I was, it was also on Psychology Review, which was backed up by. Hi, Kaylee. You want to you want to join our podcast? It was backed up by some fucking New York thing. They they had the link to all their studies within each paragraph, but um. What was I saying? Fuck. Uh, mental disorders. Weed's effect on yeah, people with um, schizophrenia. It has the opposite effect on p- regular people, but if you're over the age of 25, that won't affect your mental ability to process things. Um, in children, like people our age, if you're a very avid smoker, you're more likely to develop schizophrenia. But if you already have it, it keep it helps people stick in touch with reality, which is very strange to me how that works yeah so mm-hmm. what you, so like you can just smoke weed until you develop it and then just keep smoking to stop yeah, it that, that probably not um because we 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 are witnessing something like this kind of firsthand with Koontz yeah Connor Koontz um our friend Connor Koontz is a avid weed smoker and, and he's the youngest of all of us. yes he's he, probably he gonna is, be a uh, permafried person he's probably yeah because yeah. he he doesn't know moderation He's an all-out guy. He just goes for it. He gets completely yeah. fucked up whenever he can. And he, there's something going on with his head. He's just not in the right place right now. Yeah. Because when he gets high, he gets pissed off. Oh, is yeah. that when he's high? I thought that was when he was drunk. It's both. It's when, it's he, both. when he gets drunk, he gets sad. That's true. Yeah. No, we and saw angry. That. So yeah, he tried like, to fight Steven. <laughs> so, but yeah, like, I yelled in his face, and he was like, "Don't hit me! I'm sorry." He punched me, and I sat on him. <laughs> um, but Kuntz is saying that he's started to hear voices frequently. Yeah. You're um, in the podcast now. Uh, say hi real quick. Hi. That's Kaylee. <laughs> this is uh, Gabe's, Gabe's, girlfriend. Gabe's girlfriend. She's awesome. She is wonderful. <laughs> um, but uh, there have been cases where overuse and abuse of marijuana or other psychedelics like DMT or even like mushrooms, people start developing um, symptoms of schizophrenia or other mental illnesses well, like that. Psychedelics and hallucinogens, it, I think they're more likely to develop any form of psychosis. Oh, yeah. Because people, it just, just, I've said it before to all you guys, it just destroys your frontal lobe. In a, um, I actually did a school research project on this. Um, People who frequently take LSD have, like, significantly higher chances of developing, like, brain. Like, they have, like, significantly more strain on their brain. They get headaches. They get they can't build up. They can't handle stress nearly as much. They can develop schizophrenia. They can develop depression frequently. It's, like, it's terrible to abuse LSD. Like, psychedelics, I would say it's more than like once a week, your brain is gonna be fried. 
I would oh, say I think, even I think, a little less than that, your brain would be fried. Yeah, yeah. I think abusing anything is bad. Yeah, obviously. of course. Everything, everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. Yeah. So in moderation, so so all that all that um, bad stuff that he was saying about the. Uh, fuck, I'm tired. I can't remember the name. The um, schizophrenia, like so. That's if you're abusing it. it yeah. What about if you're just doing it like. Like, like once per day, let's say, like, like in moderation. Like if you're smoking marijuana once a day. Yeah. Like that's just... you're, you're going to be perfectly fine. Yeah. But Koontz, he would smoke at the level to where he would get He'd bad wait, shit, he... nuts high every night. Yeah. He would wake and bake, smoke throughout the day and then top it off like to get as high as he could. Like, cause, he goes to cause most times he doesn't even go to school. He just stays home with his sister yeah, or his mom. Yeah. That's we haven't actually... seen him. We haven't seen him last week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see him all last week. Yeah, he hasn't been. He hasn't gone to school. I saw him once, and he was really high. Yep. Yeah. That's. I'm pretty sure he was high when he got that fucking haircut. (laughs) Dude, I literally. He looks like fucking Jimmy Neutron, dude. (laughs) He do. (laughs) He actually does. You were gonna say something good. Yeah, Gabe was gonna say something. Oh, um, there's some evidence that THC uh, impairs your ability to dream. So if you smoke Mm. every night before you go to sleep then you won't dream. Okay. And dreaming is actually how... There's a lot of different theories as to why we dream, but yeah. uh, some prevailing ones are that it's a more abstract form of thinking, and also it's how your brain consolidates memories. So if you're not dreaming, then those dreams often will be made up like during the day or if you take a nap you'll go straight into REM sleep because you've been missing it mm. um, so, and that actually may be why wait that kind of that kind of so with, with dreaming it's it's a little off topic but I want to get into it a little bit what, how do you know if you've like had a dream because me personally I never remember if I've dreamed or not how do you know if you've been dreaming um, you don't always well, know usually right? you wake up yeah, and you can remember it I don't know um, if you there's a stage of sleep called REM sleep, rapid eye movement, and that's when you dream. Mm-hmm. And so if you wake somebody up in the middle of that, they'll generally remember what the dream was, at least vaguely, or that they were dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you look at somebody who's asleep and they never go into the rapid eye movement stage, then they're not dreaming. Mm-hmm. But people so, who say they don't, they don't dream, either there's something seriously wrong with their brain, or they, they just don't remember. But um, yeah. that, could, that could actually be a cause um, cause one of the biggest things that people say that is bad about marijuana is that it affects your short term memory, mm-hmm. which could tie into the whole sleeping thing. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe, memories are consolidated. maybe you don't dream. So your memories aren't consolidated. You're not going into REM sleep, which affects your short term memory. You're not able to remember things off the top of your head as frequently. Mm-hmm. So because marijuana, uh, users, avid users, um, have an impaired ability to dream. Obviously, that means that. Uh, and I'm I'm not saying that just use impairs your ability to dream. It's excessive use. It's it's use right before you go to mm. sleep. Like if you go to sleep high, yeah, then it will impair. Got it. Okay. That's that's the thing though because I I frequently do that. I actually think going to bed stoned is like way better than going to bed sober. It just feels awesome. I get the best awesome. sleep I can get. Um, okay, we like, yeah. And, and sometimes I do dream, and I remember yeah. the dream, and I know that I dreamed, but it's so what just... It, what I was going to say is maybe it affects I'm, your pawns. I'm not like... Your pawns? That's the 
portion of your brain that fires when you go into REM. Okay. And uh, it's what makes you dream, basically. Um, I, I was taking that psychology class with Amendi in freshman year, and that we got into dreaming a little bit, and he told us about that. Your pawns is, like, when, you, when you're dreaming, your pawns is, like, overacting. It's kind of like... Uh, I don't remember the name of yeah. the disease, but like when you hit a, a muscle and then it just starts contracting over and over again. When yeah. you go into REM, your eyes are moving rapidly, and for some reason I don't remember why it makes your pons fire, and that's what makes you dream. Gotcha. What's the other uh, sleep? There's REM sleep, and then there's there's uh, I think four stages of sleep. But REM is um I I I was learning in health class that there's like two different stages and then we switch between them several times in a, oh, yeah, in like a 90 yeah, minute cycle. Yeah, you there's 90 minute cycles. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I thought it was 75. I th- I think it's it's, it's 90 minutes and it's like you start off in deep sleep, you go to REM sleep and then you switch back to deep sleep and then you, you keep doing that. So why doesn't weed affect the other parts of the sleep? I mean, well, it that's probably a good does. Question, but, but we'd all draw it up to speculation because yeah. we haven't researched. Yeah, we we can't um, research sleep. We don't have the technology well, for that. Uh, if we want to finish a up, a lot of people have researched. Sleep. Really? There's a lot of research on. I yeah. really want to know more. Well, about I would it. I would uh, say Matthew we can't Walker. research it right now since we are currently yeah. podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we want, I can just finish up with some of these cons, and then Connor can take over. Yeah, with some I got stuff. a whole yeah. segment I need to talk right. about. Um, so. Oh fuck me too. I thought you already went through yours. I haven't gone through all of it. No. Oh okay. Well, with the um, with the cons, uh, we can revert back to Connor Coons for this uh, addiction and paranoia. The paranoia can be re- like compared to the schizophrenia parts of your brain that's just being related. affected negatively. I think um, that for the average user, user, um, marijuana, paran paranoia caused by smoking marijuana would be more like you're afraid to get caught that, yeah, smoking. Of course. But Actually, there's, there's a lot but of there are other types. just about everything that is associated with marijuana. And that's probably related to the onset of schizophrenia. Yeah. If it's a if it's a hallucinogenic, then wouldn't it kinda act as if uh what was that drug that you were talking about, Car PCP or something like DMT. that? DMT. DMT. Um, like, uh, that if you, if you smoke it or do, no, it was LSD. If you do it while in a bad state of mind, you'll have, have really that's bad psychedelic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so if it has that kind of property, then maybe that has something to do with it a little that's, bit. Yeah. yeah. And that's I mean, often I, I what's been seen is that all drugs will develop schizophrenia if you have a predisposition to it. So it's like, it, it doesn't necessarily cause it. It just accelerates it. Yeah. Um, but then we touched a little bit on lung problems. Stephen was explaining that if you smoke too much, then it can have negative effects. Uh, lower testosterone can be also a negative yeah, side effect. Yeah, your swimmers well, you can't get muscle. But, hey, man, um, your dad's swimmers are already overactive, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, man. I mean, true. I mean, with that, it, it's not like a perfect fix, but you can definitely take testosterone supplements if needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, and uh, then we, we already started to touch on it with uh, some of the... Uh, things that it can affect with your brain. Men- memory loss mm-hmm. is another big issue yeah. that can happen. Um, but I don't smoke. Why do I have oh, such oh, bad yeah. memory? Well, maybe you're just stupid, Seth. <laughs> Anyways, um, done with my second. <laughs> yeah. Your sleep is fucked. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. You don't sleep at all. Sleep. You, like, hardly sleep. Sleep was talking about it earlier. Like, you're, 
the way you consolidate memory is by sleeping, and you sleep for maybe like four hours. Yeah, dude, regularly. Your sleep cycle. Well, psych- oh, cycle but you you know so what you do? do? With your you memory. do this really well. You stream for twelve hours straight, really fucking well. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, at least you have that going for you. But I doubt you remember the twelve hour streams. So. I do actually. Those are the one things I do remember. Uh, right. What? Just the same screen. All day. <laughs> it's just Minecraft, bro. Oh, man, I love I, that. I, I was just playing block game, brother. <laughs> Got that eight. Well, I am I am done with my pros and cons and my segment. So, Connor, where would you like to take off with that? Um, well, there are, are definitely a lot of pros and cons. I, I am a big, I'm an avid weed smoker. I think I can say that. And I would oh, like yeah, to think, think I am the... Oh, yeah, I think... I would like to think that I'm kind of the, the elder pothead in the group. I've been smoking the longest. But you're also the youngest. Um, no, Connor Kuntz is the youngest. Well, he's not here. And he's the most fucked up out of all of us. <laughs> so, Connor's chilling right now. So but... Basically. Um, there are a lot of bad, sh- bad shit, crazy things that can happen when smoking marijuana. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those things tie into the pesticides that are used when growing it. Because marijuana has become such a wide stream thing now that it's no longer grown in, like, backyards, right? It's grown in factories um, or in or, um, civility Facilities. facilities, thank you. Facility, Meant for that purpose. Thing, so. And um, weed growers and companies that make it um, use pesticides that are designed to make the weed last much longer um, without drying out, drying yeah, out faster. Bad, basically. They're also, um, they're also making weed stronger, so a lot of people yep. can't smoke it as frequently. That's actually, that's something, that whenever a drug is pro prohibited like whenever something's illegal the best way to sell more and make more money is to make it more concentrated so you can you know hide more in a smaller space yeah 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 so they are making an effort to make it as concentrated as they can um but yeah a lot of people who or i I shouldn't say a lot but there are quite a few people who smoke marijuana and they can get sick like deathly ill um from certain pesticides, and I actually have a few. One specific one right here that can cause some some very bad things to happen to you. It's called um, my, Myclobutanil. Let me see that. What the fuck pointed out? <laughs> Myclobutanil. My- <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a tongue twister. My- microbutanil. That's oh yeah. my god. Myclobutanol. I think it? that's what it is. Okay, so there's this chemical called myclobutanol. Myclobutanol. Yeah. My myclobutanol. Yeah, it's, it's a tongue twister. It's, that's a that's a little strong. It's, it's a pesticide. I need my notebook. <laughs> Where is that? Oh, I see it. It's right there. My yeah, it's it's a fucking. It sounds like fucking shit. We can we can cut this out. I'm not going to. <laughs> no, we're just going to leave it in here. Okay, we're all so let's stupid. Drop it. Let's drop it. <laughs> we have like a really good diet. Okay, well, myclobutanol is um, is a pesticide that is actually used in a lot of um, foods that we buy in like the supermarket, like mm-hmm. corn. It's used on vegetables. Like It's like a spray-on um, pesticide. Is it like one of those things that those planes would go over in cornfields and spray corn? Um, no, it's more for fungus. It's like a fungus oh, deterrent. Okay. And um, they spray it on marijuana to keep it from 
building up fungus in whenever because those plants are in like these super damp areas and stuff they like grow them in these waters and shit it's gotta be humid. yeah it's very humid so they they spray these pesticides with the fungal disinfectant so real quick i know you haven't gone into any of the negative effects of it but i'm sure it does have a different property to the human body from being consumed compared to inhaled yes actually so, uh, i assume you're gonna get oh, into yeah. that yeah I just um, to point that out. it's not dangerous at all if consumed normally but whenever this chemical is heated and inhaled it, it has this it has the same properties as hydrogen cyanide mm. which is the poison used in gas chambers nice um, Ooh, auschwitz up in here brother so <laughs> you built and apparently it's it's very rare that people are allergic to this this um pesticide and it's only like a specific component of this chemical that's poisonous um and it needs to be activated in a certain way um as heated up yeah it just so happens that Heating it up is the way that fucks you up. <laughs> yeah, but um, some, you can tell you're allergic to it usually instantly. Like you will start to cough, you will start wheezing. Um, mm. Actually, I have a list of side effects from inhaling it. Um, farmers frequently get, people people who work with um, this. Microbutanol. Yeah, yeah, people who work with it frequently get um, rashes and stuff. So like, there are um, two types of allergic um, reactions to this and um, just pesticides in general. Um, one of the reactions is like a skin reaction, which is brought on by skin contact with the pesticide. And another reaction is like respiratory, which you inhale and it comes into your lungs and it goes through your bloodstream. And some of the skin symptoms involve swelling, redness, itchiness, pain, and blisters. She gets respiratory, mm. which is way worse, we wheezing, difficult of breathing, shortness of breath, chest tightness, and coughing. And it can get to severe points to where it restricts your blood flow, it can cut off your windpipe. It's very bad. So yeah. it's kind of like if uh, someone who's allergic to Nazi eats peanut butter and it just like. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. And it's very bad. Um, very bad. It's, 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 it's bad. It's very, it's very, very bad. bad. Don't, don't do it. Don't, if you're, if you're allergic, you'll fucking die. <laughs> and, um, people who, people who smoke weed, um, through unfiltered devices, such as glass blunts or just joints, blunts rolled with paper or leaves, um, stuff like that, mm -hmm. that's unfiltered. Um, you actually have a much higher percentage of the chemical being inhaled to your body. Mm. So if you use just a basic glass pipe with a carb hole, um, you actually inhale 60 to 69% of that pesticide's chemical. Mm. Um, and this is just if the pesticide is even used. Mm. Most like top shelf brand at a, dis at a dispensary don't even use pesticides. Which is good. Yeah, which is very good. Of course, um, more pricey. If you use an unfiltered, like, water pipe, like a bubbler, or, like, a, a pipe bubbler, those kinds of things, um, 42 to 
of the chemicals are inhaled. Significantly lower, but still enough to kill It's still somebody. a lot, but well, if you use a filtered water pipe, like a bong yeah. or a taller bubbler, yeah. uh, you only inhale about 0 0.08 to 10%. Wow, that's... So, that is a very the different, the difference. different ways of well, smoking marijuana actually does affect the, your health. Uh, what was the percentage of doing it just like through a joint? Just like a joint? Yeah. Um, is 100%. Oh, damn. Yeah. You're you're getting all it's of it. Unfiltered yeah. entirely. Unfiltered. Yeah. Completely. I mean, using like a bong or a tall bubbler sounds like the way to go then. Yeah. So it seems like to avoid pesticides and to avoid then the negative effects of paper, the best way to go is with a is with, with a, a bong or a bubbler. Um, yeah. In my personal experience, um, actually using a bong, uh, even the shitty one made out of plastic. You just get like a cleaner high. Yeah, even. yeah. It's a, I prefer it all the way. I think pipe hits are just really harsh. It just hits the back of your throat like really hard. Um, Don't be a bitch. Would a glass well, I can, bar, I can, bar I can, count as a pipe? Um, yeah, yeah, technically, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> just don't be a bitch. What? <laughs> well, I mean, I can, you know, I can fucking. I'm fucking with you. I don't smoke give a weed fuck. twenty-four fucking seven. It's just I prefer. I smoke weed twenty-four. I can. Per, seven. I just prefer the water filter because it's a smoother, cleaner hit. It just goes down smoother, you know. Yeah. That's what you're smoking in, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. as hot because if you if you get cold ass water in that bong and you cold take a water, fat a ice catcher. Oh man. <laughs> Dude, I. I'd assume that baking would also get rid of the pesticides, right? Um, yeah, um, you can't, there's, you gotta use oil right. or, um, uh, dab residue. You can't use just bud. Right. That shit's gonna taste terrible and it's not gonna get Where do you get the oil from? Um, you could buy it. It's the Break same, it's, it's the same thing that's put in the dab rigs. Was, where where was, does the oil come from? Of the, it was explained to me a little bit. Um, so what they end up do is they kind of like... Uh, if I remember correctly, this was a few weeks ago and kind of short, but they, it's a type of boiling and just a little bit more processed through cooking. It, yeah, it's, 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 um, concentrating, basically. They just concentrate the bud. Right, but what, oh, so, so, so it's still it, the bud, so the pesticides could still get into it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. So baking would still kill the pesticides, or would it not? I'm not sure. It seems like if they're activated by heat, the yeah, would not be the way to go. But like I said before, this pesticide, it's a very low chance that you're actually allergic to it, if any pesticides. I've only chosen one. There are several that I could have branched out to, and I didn't actually have time to get to any more pesticides. Because again, we started like, researching yeah, this tonight. Yeah, but... Um, We'll, we'll have a whole week for the, yeah, for the next one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like... I don't know if baking it would change anything. I, I mean, inhaling it is what causes the pesticides to have that terrible allergic reaction. You can have skin reactions, but I'm not sure if it would be as severe. Can you be allergic uh, to both different types of uh, reactions? You probably could. You could probably Most get both types of reactions. If you're allergic to the plant, someone you're allergic to the plant. <laughs> someone out there is, has had to have experienced. An if there's somebody reaction. allergic to oxygen, there's somebody allergic to both of those. Is things. there someone allergic to oxygen? Yeah, dude. There Hell are yeah. people allergic. There have been plenty of people allergic yeah. to. Like, they funny. are not built. Actually, they are built different. <laughs> yeah, and like, then they, they die. They are built they're very they're fucking bubble. different. Yeah, I'm so. H2O intolerant. <laughs> Wait, how can you be allergic to oxygen? Well, it wasn't. I don't. I don't remember the exact example. 
I, I know that there have been people who had to actually live their life in a bubble because of something with oxygen. Like maybe their skin or their their blood didn't carry it properly or something like that. I don't know. But I know that there like have been people with those like difficult not, breathing air. Not life threatening, right? Maybe. I don't know. Potentially life threatening. It was a long time ago that I heard something yeah. about that. Okay. Um, I was just using it as if there is somebody who can be, then there's definitely people who can be allergic to both those things at the same time. You have anything else uh, about these pesticides? And- yeah, I actually have some. I have some things that you can look out for, like just early on stages of the. Um, if you're having Symptoms. reactions, you Connor's can look got for a these. Whole last slideshow ready. Um, <laughs> if you start getting a rash, if you start having a headache, diarrhea, abdominal pain, dude, imagine shit like getting high, and going to the bathroom, and you just start spewing diarrhea. That and would be fucking awful. <laughs> like, being blazed out of your yeah. mind and then just having to take a massive shit and it's massive just, like, all liquid. It's, uh, it's just a fucking waterfall, man. Dude, it's like that one time after... I don't even remember what party it was, but I, like, woke up in the morning. After, it was at Harley's, and I just had drank an ungodly amount of Malibu and just fucking spewed neon blue out of my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, like, you, which you discovered was due to internal bleeding. Yeah, I did. Which is it's fun. due to internal nice. renal bleeding when your shit is blue. Which means wow. you drank so much I drank, alcohol. Yeah, I drank so much alcohol, my ass, like, must have got inflamed and just bled into my shit and he was then it turned t- blue. He was shitting too, smurfs he was on the toilet. He was drunk to even realize. Yeah. Shitting smurfs on the toilet while blazed out of your mind. And so. then just reaching for the toilet paper and the cat hisses. I think I think by the time you get to abdominal pain and diarrhea, you should probably go to the hospital. But um, no, nah, don't worry about it. It's blue. It's whatever. The, you can also start to um, experience vomiting, nosebleeds, and um, severe eye irritation. So you know, <laughs> you might not be able to see. Or feel your asshole for, like, a, <laughs> a really long time. <laughs> You're like, this really hurts, but I also can't tell. <laughs> I can't even fucking drive because I, just, I can't spend ten minutes without going to the toilet and I can't see. <laughs> you can't call the fucking ambulance because you're like, eyes don't fucking work. So, <laughs> so like, basically, as soon as you get that rash and you feel like your insides are tearing out, go to the hospital. Don't that's, even wait. Just that's go. That's probably a fair response. To well, is is it yeah. even even if it's life threatening? Is it really worth risking other people's lives while driving insanely high? Well, uh, hopefully you'll be with a friend who's a bit more sober, or at the very least, you or call, call somebody, an Uber or yeah. an ambulance, or yeah. friend. If you're high, we don't condone driving high. Don't no, that is not. Yeah, yeah, do I not suggest do not drive impaired. Calling an ambulance, and if you can't afford an ambulance, walk your ass there. Uh, I wouldn't even walk. You might like shit your fucking kidneys out. At just, that point. just like, make sure no shirts as diapers. Be connected to you, bro. So like, um, use my, some shirts so, as diapers. Just like walking around with like your fucking, your fucking kidneys like connected to your body, but like out of your ass. You got like testes. Basically, you got two sets of testes. And if you can't afford a uh, an ambulance in the U.S., of course there are. Other options, yet again, uh, Uber, friend, maybe a taxi. If you're living in a city. A lift. Diapers while walking. Um, <laughs> Diapers while walking. My, my advice. Did you just shitted? No. I did. You motherfucker. <laughs> my You've advice. You've been shitting all night. At Fuck least off. I said something about Motherfuckers. it. Motherfuckers. Everyone was talking. 
Go ahead. What do you fucking want? <laughs> My advice um, when it comes to pesticides is to just look for what is in your weed. Mm. Pay attention. Yeah. If yeah. it's got whatever the fuck on it and you don't think that that sounds good, don't buy it. Yeah. Get some different shit. It's really not that big of a deal. Definitely being self-conscious about what you're putting into your body is always a good method. And I would recommend safety. quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when it comes to marijuana. Because you can get some well, waste shit and, and then fucking the, die. Dude. And then a good... Like that fucking one time we went over and smoked with Lexus and Kellogg. <laughs> Oh yeah, Steven, uh, Steven did daps one time Holy and he fuck. got so high. He thought he, yeah, I, I bet that shit he was saw, like health bars. Been, dude. You've I seen was, health bars. It, so here's the story. It had to be podcast. a terrifying. I went over to Kellogg. I got, I got, I got to say, we should probably call it soon. Cause it's, yeah, I got bad. like nothing. I got a few things left to say after, after this story. I, um, I, I went into Kellogg, Idaho. Don't go there. Um, Sucks ass. So basically, I went there and I have a friend, you know, and she was like, hey, let's smoke some fucking weed. And I was like, bet. So I I drove over to Kellogg and I was like, okay, so let's, you know, let's smoke. I got all my homies with me. Not all of them. I got a few homies with me. And Raymond smoked. I smoked. Lexus smoked. That's it. I had Taylor. Doesn't have a license. Drive me home after this. Uh, Safety first. I took a a hit with the, like, on on a piece of fucking wax. From this dude that we bought weed from for five fucking dollars. Nice. I would never suggest doing that. Um, <laughs> what did you do with them? Dude, because I didn't think about it at the time. That fucking dab wax was probably laced with like DMT or fucking... Dude, I was <laughs> tripping, bro. And then she was like, alright, let's smoke this. So she's got this metal straw that we heat the fuck out of. And put it on this fucking piece of wax. And we smoke it and we're all chilling. Lexus is having a great fucking time. She's been buying from this guy for forever. I'm like... Sitting there, and I'm thinking to myself... This is not normal weed. I I was like, I do not think that I am capable of being alive right now. (laughs) And I look over at Taylor, and I realize that my vision and what I'm like... This is where the past, present, future thing I was talking about comes into play off this shit. This is where it started. It was like, I'd look, and I'd feel my body stop looking, and then my vision would follow. (laughs) And I'd be like... I was like, hey, Taylor... I'm not driving home tonight, dude. And he was like, no fucking way. I was like, nah, it's not happening. So we get in the, I get in the fucking passenger seat, and we're driving, and I was closing my eyes, and every time I heard the engine, I'd be like, stop the fucking car! And we'd stop for a second and be like, alright, we can keep going down. Taylor was going five miles an hour the whole way fucking back to his it, it was more like 20, but like the thing was he kept going from like 20 to 25, and every time he got to 25, he just slowed down back to 20. I, felt I like mean, fun. he doesn't have a license, and he's got three fucking high-ass guys in his car. I mean, yeah, and I was like, I opened my eyes while I was like chilling, and I like looked up, and there was just health bars. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not fucking joking. There was a health bar like Legend of Zelda style, <laughs> with with like hearts that broke off into quarters. <laughs> And I was slowly losing hearts, bro. <laughs> I was like, no. That's weird. Whenever I think <laughs> no. of health bars, I always think of, like, Mario health bars. Yeah. yeah. And um, there was, like, I could see the t- statistics, like, how much money I had in my fucking bank account, and, like, what I was wearing, my armor rating. I was fucking not having it. And what really tripped me out is when I would turn around and I'd see my homies had health bars. <laughs> and I could see their stats. I was like, wait, hold up a fucking second. Are we in a fucking video game? What the fuck? <laughs> it, was, it was scaring me. 
And, um, yeah, we got back to the house, I fell asleep, and I had some fucking whack-ass dreams. But basically, don't buy weed for five bucks, that shit doesn't, no. Um, That's your funny. I got, like, a, just a short story, it's really not long at all. Oh, yeah? Yeah, um, we were, we were hanging out literally, like, two weeks ago, maybe last week, and, um, we had a friend, I didn't know exactly what he had, just because I haven't talked to him in a long time, and I, I trusted him, though. Uh, you know, Dylan, he, uh... He let me take a, take a, I took like two hits, I think, and got fairly high. The next morning, I had to, I, had, I went to church. I'm, I'm Christian. I just don't really believe that some of this is necessarily bad. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I was, I went to church afterwards and I had like a recover high is what I like to call it, where I was just like basically still kind of feeling it, but like getting over it. And so during that, I was just trying to stay awake, trying not to fall asleep. I, I fall asleep during church all the time. I just can't stay focused long enough. Uh, but then after that, I had to go to work. And while at work, I'm, I'm feeling better, but I forget the entire English alphabet. I forgot how to speak words. Um, and then my vision started going like half blind. So when you look at a light and then you get that blue dot in the middle of your vision, I was getting that on both eyes except for like the outside so I'd see like oh you had mad tunnel vision going on is that what that is yeah that's called tunnel vision is that how does how, what actually affects that or what causes it um head trauma can cause tunnel vision a lot of the time but I, I actually what does tunnel vision look like some, sometimes well, for you me, just described it it's, it's the, the same for most people it's just like the outsides of your vision like from your iris turn like a certain color usually yeah. it's black and it was blue, really and like you can just see through the centers it was more kind of blue but it was really hard to focus so if i held my hand out about like a foot away from my face um i could not see my pinky but i could see my pointer ring and middle finger and like he I, I was to his ring finger when he's not that fuck off i'm sorry <laughs> um i could see like the three middle fingers but my pinky would kind of disappear i was like really starting to freak out at this point i found a moment and i just kind of like Took a hit of my babe and got some nicotine and I was I was doing a lot better after that and then I got my half an hour and I got back to normal but it, it's it's kind of kind of scary so of course you yeah. do want to be careful with some, what you're putting in actually your sometimes I do experience the same thing but it happens more so whenever I'm like I smoke like like if I smoke early in the morning and then I don't smoke for like a long time and I'm just riding it it, usually I start to feel like really tired and I just start to feel like I have zero energy and I don't really want to do anything. Um, so if I, if I smoke in the morning, then I have to continue to like ride the buzz or mm -hmm. else I'll start to feel kind of the same thing. I would never get like tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. I, I, it would never get to that point. But I do, I do understand a little bit about yeah. what you're talking about. Um, so you can go on with yourself. Yeah. I'm done with that. Um, it was just... We should probably scary wrap this up. So okay. I think we should close with going over some of the benefits of marijuana, you know, since most of us in here are, after all, kind of really into pot. So. And I would, I would like to hear some, like, um, maybe how Seth feels about it. Yeah, we should, yeah. Before yeah. we close, Seth, how do you, because you have a different opinion on marijuana than the rest of us. Oh. So let's, let's hear it. I personally don't like marijuana. Um, and there's many reasons for it. One of them being I just don't like the taste or the feeling, really. And Seth, Seth has tried it. He has experience with it, so he has valid grounds <laughs> to stand on. Let's, let's when keep I'm, this um, 
sure. real quick. Let's let's keep this not so much about like why you don't like it in the sense that like your house or whatever, you know. Let's like objectively, why do you not like it? Objectively, like it, about the plant itself, you know. It smells bad. It tastes bad. Okay. Um, it has the stigma doesn't help it obviously, but um. I think it demotivates people and causes a lot of time loss and makes them not pursue their goals or be as efficient as they could be. Makes people lazy. Yeah, makes people lazy and not as hardworking, like in jobs, in their personal goals, yeah. all that stuff. Um, I think that's all very valid. And that comes in moderation. People who tend to smoke more often are very lazy people. They don't do anything. People, but I, I think if you do it as like a relaxant, relaxing thing like you come home from a long day of work and you just kind of want to chill smoke a little pot and you just lie on your couch for a little bit you know but most people don't have that self-control yeah. a lot of people don't that's true yeah. also driving uh, a lot of people drive a lot of people high do. thinking it's better than being drunk but yeah. it's really not you're, you're, you're still impaired, though. You're still it's impaired. Just, if, if there's still if, if there's still a risk of you getting to crash, <laughs> it's not Kaylee, better. Well, that mean, doesn't give it an excuse gotta, to do it. But there's, there's, I'm not saying there's an excuse to drive high, but there is a lower risk of getting in an accident if you're and, high than if you're drunk. Well, you're already going five miles an hour anyway. So. And I will say, I will say, um, my parents frequently drive under the influence um not when there's the little ones in the car um i have i have two sisters one is two years old one is nine months old um neither of my parents will drive under the influence while they are in the car but if it's just one of either seth or i they will openly smoke and then go drive somewhere it's also just not worth it when it's illegal because my stepmom had to swallow a blunt at one point because she got pulled over while smoking weed and just the fines alone for getting caught of it, let alone going into, like, jail or getting the risk of going to jail for it when you have kids and stuff is just not worth it. Yeah. Like, so, if you're a single person living on your own and you can afford it, then, like, okay, you can risk that. But, like, it's still... So, what if it was legal? If it was legal, then they probably... you probably Even if it was legal, you still can drive and do it. Well, right? yeah. Definitely yeah. could yeah. not do that. Like... Um, so you would still get those fines. Uh, I, was, I wasn't talking about the um, the driving aspect. Oh, uh, if it if it was legal, I mean, it's because I'm I'm against it as well. I, as I was talking about before at the beginning, like how coffee was illegal because people didn't know what it did. We know a lot about it now. Um, we know that it's a depressant, so it's gonna make people a lot Slow. slower on reaction times, lazier, and there will be a lot less stuff getting done as a society. Which we've de we've advanced a lot in the last century, so it's not really that big of a deal that we would be um, slowing down in technological evolution and just advancements in general. But it's also not fun to see that because then there's just, you know, a lot of things going on politically, personally, um, environmentally that we have to focus on. And right now having a depressant keeping people's minds off of those problems would not be a very effective solution to the problems. Well, yeah, I understand that. If I, if I may, uh, alcohol tends to do the same thing. And as that's legal, um, you can see, you can say the same thing about all those issues, not using that as a way to say that weed should be okay specifically because alcohol is okay. Mm -hmm. But, um, and for the environmental things at, 
as, as I talked about, there are a lot of benefits that hemp hemp itself, itself could, yes, but smoking marijuana. That's true. But uh, and we see we see the biggest evidence of this with the depressants such as alcohol and uh, such as alcohol before alcohol was regulated. People used to drink alcohol. There was no regulations on it. So they could drink it when they were five and it was a common drink. You know, it used to be declared as a soft drink. Um, and before that was regulated, we were not very advanced as a species. But then that got regulated. Coffee became a thing. And then we had the Industrial Revolution as that happened. And so as a society, as, as, a, as a species, we boomed bigger than ever in history before. And now we're going back into those depressants that can probably slow us down so I, much. I actually do have um, a point to bring up. Um, there are two different strands of marijuana. There's sativa and there's indica. And for most people um, who like wake and bake or they smoke throughout the day, usually they're taking sativa, which is... More uppity. It's, it's, it's like a stimulant, basically. And it gives them energy. It just keeps them up and at them. But for... The lazy types of people, usually they're smoking indica. That's the kind of weed that our dad gets all the time, is indica in the couch. Um, of course, everything, like, moderation for everything. So, weed being legal, I, I do agree with having certain... Um, regulations. Regulations, of course. Obviously, don't do it while driving. Um, you shouldn't be able to do it in public. Yeah. So, if there was regulations on marijuana... Which there should be, would you see it as as much of a problem? Probably if, not in society. No. Because if alcohol has the same effects and it's even worse for your body, mm-hmm. and that causes way more deaths, and that's mm-hmm. not a problem, then if there was regulations on marijuana, would it be a problem? Uh no, because like if we if you regulated it like alcohol, um alcohol was about to be straight up banned before. The government needed money, yeah. Um, but if you just regulated it like alcohol, where you had to have a liquor license, you had to have, um, you know, the right types of things to sell it, and then to obtain it, you had to be a certain age, and you had to not do it in certain conditions, and, you know, all that stuff. So if we basically made it exactly like alcohol, then that'd be fine with maybe a little bit of differences relating to weed itself, because they are different substances, uh, I wouldn't see a problem with it. I just personally don't think it's uh, whenever, a step forward. For yeah, it's, it's not a step forward for humanity. But if there was regulations, would it be a step backward? Uh, I think it would halt. I don't think it would be a step backward. I think it would slow of... down to halt somewhere in there. I, I think I would love to see marijuana be viewed the same way alcohol is viewed. Like people see alcohol as like this, this social thing, like you you drink alcohol at social events you drink alcohol when you're being around people at parties at events and stuff like that but when you look at marijuana it's like people think marijuana is this thing that geez, a negative stim- retarded stim- people do who have no life they don't do anything all damn day long and then you have us five chilling in here and we're all five <laughs> except for that one except for him yeah yeah i'm just lazy <laughs> <laughs> plays minecraft all day um, so we should be wrapping this up. Uh, so I was going to go over the benefits and some drawbacks to, um, marijuana. Um, to start, marijuana does, um, relieve chronic... Damn, that was, fucking that was terribly loud as fuck. <laughs> My bad. Um, marijuana does relieve chronic pains, uh, for people of 
really any, uh, I guess, disorder or disease, it does help with their pains. Um, Psychology Review does say that it helps with alcoholism, actually. If you are an alcoholic, you can switch it out with marijuana. By fire with fire. And um, it's better for your body anyway, but I wouldn't say it's good to be also addicted to marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does also help you with other drug addictions if you are into harder drugs for mm-hmm. those people who are. Yeah, um, and don't, don't get me wrong. You can still get addicted to marijuana. Oh, yeah, yeah no, 100%. A lot of people see it as a gateway drug, gateway drug, but that really does depend on the person themselves. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. You gotta yeah. have a strong enough will to know, like, the, your limit, to know how to regulate it. Yeah. Um, marijuana has also been proven to help with symptoms of depression, PTSD, and social anxiety. Um, probably for obvious reasons for everyone in here, but... I do think that it does kind of bring down the stress of, you know, maybe saying things that in your head would be a lot more risky to say. Just but be in reality, man. if you just say it, you know, like, what the fuck's going to happen? Just, really? just Somebody's be a man. Deal with stress. Stress yeah, doesn't matter. Beat you the man fuck up. up. <laughs> um, with that said, though, it can cause, as we talked before about, uh, it can cause bipolar disorder and... Uh, psych- any form of psychosis to be worse. What am I We talked about this as well. Um, edibles are effective in fighting uh, symptoms of chemotherapy, such as vomiting and severe. Wow. Yo, severe stress. Um, MS symptoms are slightly alleviated, and study shows that it can, uh, in moderation, improve your improve your lung capacity. Uh, medical news today, as I said. Some drawbacks are the uh, evidence suggests that users are likely to experience suicidal thoughts if Mm. uh, they're off of it for a long time. Uh, Kaylee's over there smiling. Well, if you're suicidal and you use it, would that help? It would, I didn't it look would, into again, it. It would probably uh, enhance it, honestly. Yeah. With so like an example of Connor Kuntz, as soon as he takes, as soon as he gets high, man, it just amplifies his emotions. Yeah. Um, and that can also on. depend on the person. It, yeah, it can. Maybe yeah. some people it does the exact opposite. Uh, for me, it just makes me stupid. <laughs> for me, I'm it just makes anyways. me fucking chilling. I'm already stupid, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, marijuana can increase the risks of psychosis, including schizophrenia, as we've seen with Connor Coons. Yeah. Rip my man. Rip. He hears voices. Um, don't know of who. Just <laughs> he the voices. He probably is dead square up. Yeah, Connor should just be like, square up, motherfucker, and they'll go away, dude. He starts Damn, Connor these voices built. got hands. Yeah, Connor's <laughs> fucking built different, brother. He'll fight anybody. Yeah. Um, some evidence uh, relates it to... I, I, we didn't talk about this. Some evidence relates it to causing uh, testicular cancer mm. in some ways. Uh, as your dad would know with the little swimmers, it does... His swimmers are still fucking strong. Oh, yeah. Sh- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it does, it does um, cause forms of... Or it's been studied. Yeah. That it causes forms of testicular cancer. Um, a lot of people say it makes your swimmers dumber, kind yeah. of die down to... You know, the sperm count goes away and it does cause some adverse effects on your ball sack. It does make them slower. Yeah. A little bit. And it is obviously, it is directly related to a chronic cough, but it is unclear the relation to affecting your lung function. Oh, um, also, there's a, a drawback. There's another drawback. This happens, it, is, it doesn't happen very frequently, and I heard this through word. I don't have, like, a, a, source. a source, but, yes. um, 
it's been uh, marijuana has also been linked to like um, uh, what's the word erectile dysfunction. Yeah, something just something to do with your I mean, fucking yeah. balls. That, like, that's with everything. That's with like a lot of drugs, even alcohol. Yeah, just like marijuana is able. It it kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, um, that is all I believe we have. Should we well, should it, we end it by saying our names again, just one on one, uh, one by one? Sure. Um, well, again, I'm Stephen Scheffler. I'm big. Well, you, don't, you don't have to say like I'm. Just say your name, and then we could say retards in cars, and then end it. Stephen Scheffler. Seth Smith. Gabe Fletcher. Connor Smith. David Dickinson, and um. If you are going to be an avid listener, I believe next week we are going to be talking about uh, relationships. Yeah. Oh, be. I'm going to be in that one. So uh, <laughs> you have with to be. That in, <laughs> so if you've made it this far through the podca- podcast, congratulations on you. This was a long one. This was retards in cars, and um, um, we're not in a car. <laughs> we are not in a car in this one, but uh, relationships should be the next topic next week, and um, that one's going to be a lot more based on experiences versus ex- um, facts. Uh, so we could probably it's going to be some more like self-reflection. Than self-reflection. We, can, we can probably look some into relationships and the studies of. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's going to be mostly mostly our it's going to be experiences. Yeah, and so. that's a good thing. We all have pretty different experiences with relationships yeah. um, in this room. Actually, we all have very different very experiences. Very, this is a very diverse group of uh, of relationship people. havers. So, um, <laughs> we have no gays in the group except for Dodge. But, <laughs> hey, we are not bringing Dodge on that <laughs> So um, No homos. <laughs> uh, so if you are going to be an avid listener, that's going to be up next week. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is Retards in Cars. Episode one. Episode one has been concluded. Miracle drug. Yeah, Yeah, miracle drug has been concluded.